Hello folks, uh, Dustin Zarni here. Uh, today is uh, uh, Monday. <laughs> I forgot the date. All right, Monday, February 7th, and welcome to Commissioner in the Car. Uh, this is the redistricting is final, maybe, uh, edition here in uh, New York. Uh, and uh, what do I mean by that? Well, last week when I came from commission, came here to talk to you, the congressional maps had just been released. The Senate and Assembly maps um, were on their way to being released, but the, the actual maps weren't out, but the bill language was out. And what has happened since? Well, uh, in a three-day uh, legislative session, the New York State Democrats on the legislature passed the congressional maps, passed the Senate maps, and passed the Assembly maps. The congressional maps were passed on Wednesday of last week. The, the Assembly and Senate maps were passed on Thursday of last week. And they were signed that night by Governor Hochul. Shortly after she signed uh, the legislative maps, there was a lawsuit filed. And I'll get to that in a second. And what, but, what is, but right now, these maps that have been passed by the legislature uh, in the manner prescribed by the 2014 redistricting, uh, and even though it didn't go through the independent uh, our redistricting commission, but part of that 2014 uh, constitutional amendment said that if the legislature wanted by a two-thirds vote, they could supplant any maps that were given to them. And remember, there were no maps given to them that was a consensus map. They had already rejected the partisan maps by both the Democrats and the Republicans. And uh, they could have a two-thirds vote and pass the maps. And they did so, and the governor did sign it. So they are law. These are the, um, the legislative maps that we will be running on in 2022. Now... There is a lawsuit. Uh, Fourteen different citizens, I believe, uh, I saw was a law. It's a GOP-led lawsuit uh, regarding only the congressional maps, and I think that's important to point out. So the Senate maps and the Assembly maps, as of five o'clock today, there has been no lawsuit uh, filed on those maps, and in fact, those maps got some bipartisan support out of the uh, out of the Assembly. Uh, about you know a third of the. Uh, GOP caucus of the Assembly voted for these maps. So the Assembly and Senate maps are not being contested at this point. Could get contested later, um, but are not being contested as of today. The congressional maps are being contested, but there's an interesting wrinkle to this. Normally when a lawsuit for redistricting is filed and there's an imminent action uh, pending, such as the March 1st deadline to start passing petitions, there would be a request to the court to do a stay or a temporary restraining order along with that lawsuit, keeping boards of elections from actually doing the work, keeping petitions from being uh, starting uh, on, these, on these maps. Um, and that did not happen with this lawsuit. They filed the lawsuit, and the lawsuit has to be heard within the next 60 days, but there is no temporary restraining order. There is no stay. So that means that the... Petitions will go forward on March 1st, unless somehow the court issues an order between now and then. 
So that means the boards of elections have to do their work to get ready for the petitions on March 1st. Um, and I'll go into what we have to do uh, on that in a little, a little bit later in the podcast. So while there are some saying, well, we have to wait for the lawsuits to be done to know that this is final, it's important to note that there is no temporary restraining order, no stay issued. And that usually means that uh, that either a judge has made a judgment that, uh, that, that the merits of the case may not necessarily be uh, there to issue this stay. That is not what's happening in this case. In this case, the litigants decided not to seek a stay or a TRO. So it's an interesting decision by the litigants not to seek a stay. They're essentially um, saying that uh, the petitioning can go forward on March 1st. And that's important because that's how people get on the ballot. They're going to get on the ballot in the new districts that are drawn. And again, the state and assembly maps have not been uh, uh, joined by a lawsuit. And there's only been one lawsuit on the congressional. I think we expected many different lawsuits on the congressionals, and it doesn't seem to be happening yet. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that these maps are here for the next 10 years? No. You can uh, sue in subsequent elections, by the way. That happened in North Carolina and some of the, in Texas and some of these other states where there was mid-decade uh, litigation that uh, made people change the maps. I think it happened in Virginia as well. Um, so there could be a couple of elections on these new maps, and then there would be more evidence that a partisan gerrymander happened. And, uh, you know, if this is in theory, I'm not saying a partisan gerrymander happened. Uh, I'm saying that it's obviously a biased map, but there, that's a, that's a legal, uh, finding and that has not been made at, at this point. So they could wait. Um, and do these, uh, do another, you know, wait for this lawsuit to be, uh, to finish. They could, uh, there could be another lawsuit on the state and assembly maps. Uh, but time is ticking. Today is February 7th, and we have to start walking petitions on March 1st. So, um, as of this moment, there is no real sense of where this one lawsuit for the congressional race is going. And, uh, we'll have to see what happens with that lawsuit. And again, that lawsuit can be appealed. And without a stay in there, you know, if, if the lawsuit doesn't go uh, according to what the litigants want, then people are going to be running, the primary is going to happen, uh, and, and, and the election for this year is going to go forward on these new maps. I think that's the more likely scenario at this point, but I may be eating those words uh, later on. And of course, if any developments come, You'll be the first to know. I'll let you know on my Facebook and Twitter feeds and also uh, here on Commissioner in a Car. Um, so now that we pretty much have a finalized uh, uh, set of maps, um, now the boards of elections have to do a lot of work in the next two weeks. In the next two weeks, by February 21st, we have to populate our uh, signature uh, requirements. And you can only do that if you have drawn the election districts that are needed for people to run on those petitions. Because of these congressional lines and Senate lines and assembly lines cut through uh, uh, existing election districts in almost every county in the state, 
uh, we have to go and make new election districts because voters that are in an election district have to be able to vote for the same representation from you know dog catcher all the way up to president. They have to be able to vote in the same districts. And this sometimes requires one block long election districts. Sometimes it's going to require us to merge election districts, to move borders of election districts, to uh, delete whole election districts and merge them into another uh, election district. These are the kind of things that we are now starting to uh, go through. Uh, we look at where the lines lay. We look at where the existing election districts are. We look at all of our existing jurisdictions and we start making changes to the map. At the Onondaga County Board of Elections, we've already started doing that. In fact, we have a meeting. We were going to have a meeting today, but we're going to have a meeting tomorrow to finalize these moves to be able to update our shape files through our county planning and then upload those shape files through our registration vendor. That will then geocode the all of the different addresses in Onondaga County to the correct uh, uh, new Senate and Assembly and congressional districts and move forward. Now, you may remember in Onondaga County, we had a big fight over the county redistricting uh, districts. Well, we are not moving those districts right now because those districts are not up until uh, 2023. And it's not just because we're being obstinate about it or hoping for a court case. That's actually has nothing to go uh, into that this decision at the Board of Elections. The reason we're not doing that is because since uh, there is still time to go before 2023, if a county legislature quits or passes or is becomes ineligible to be in office between now and August 3rd, then they will have to run on the old districts to serve out the remaining year or so of the term uh, on this year's election. So if we were to go ahead and move all the districts now that were approved by the county executive on December 31st, um, we would not be able to, uh, you know, actually run that election if that election happens. So we're waiting until September. Another thing that's happening in September, October, more than likely it'll probably be all of these moves will be made um, after the election uh, for next year's uh, calendar. Uh, the Syracuse Common Council districts are being redrawn by the City of Syracuse Independent Redistricting Commission, the Good Redistricting Commission. Uh, they're uh, going forward. They're starting to have meetings next month. Uh, so check them out. Go If you're a City of Syracuse resident or even if you just want to see how the process is done, go to those meetings. Go to their website. I'll be talking a lot about that as, as, as March starts. Uh, but... That redistricting process won't be done until September, October as well. So we'll probably be doing a lot of changes to the city next year regarding the uh, county ledge and city common council redistricting. So uh, that's not being done by the Board of Elections, but the county and states are being done. Another thing that has to be done by February 21st is that we have to uh, do all of the party switches that happen up until next week, a week from today, Valentine's Day, fall in love with your party day. Uh, you have up until February 14th to change your voter registration. Uh, and uh, you can do that online by the DMV on the 13th or in person on the 14th or uh, because it has to be received by the Board of Elections 
on February 14th. Um, so that has to be done now. Uh, and we have to catch up with that registration by February 21st, be as close to uh, all, as close as possible to get every registration that had been in our office by February 14th done by February 21st. It's actually a pretty tall order uh, because we usually run about two, three weeks behind our registration. But right now, we are doing okay because we do have those extra registration clerks and uh, we have uh, been keeping up with the registration. And I think we're, you know, about six or seven days uh, behind in registrations, which is exactly what we need to be to be able to get that cut off on February 14th and have it done uh, and and have all of the registrations that are in our office by February 14th done by the 21st. It doesn't have to be exact. It's not like an election, uh, but we're supposed to be as close to possible to get that done. So these are the things that are happening between now and February 21st at boards all throughout the state. They're cutting these election districts, which is not simple, especially in really large jurisdictions like New York City, Nassau, Suffolk County, these Westchester, where they have many different assembly districts and Senate districts, not just the, the few that we have here in Onondaga counties. And so uh, they have a lot of work to get done to get this done by February 21st. Um, and petitioning will start on March 1st. There doesn't seem to be any appetite. There are no bills introduced to uh, delay the petitioning. And again, no stay by the court to delay the petitioning. So it looks like petitioning will start February or March 1st with the full allotment of signatures uh, that you need. Uh, I believe it's 1,000 for the Senate, 500 for the Assembly. I'll go over that next week uh, as uh, people are getting ready to to run for office. Uh, we'll go over what, the, what signatures uh, amounts are starting March 1st. Once we populate all these fields on February 21st, that's when we determine all the signature amounts needed, and we will publish them before the start of uh, signatures on March 1st. So that's what's going on. That's why all of this stuff is happening right now. It is not like the county redistricting that we have a whole year to get this done. This is all coming down within three weeks to get done. And that's because the Independent Redistricting Commission was not able to come up with consensus maps, and the legislature did not get the opportunity to draw the maps until uh, last week. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, they must have been working behind the scenes. The maps that came out are, uh, whether you think they are Democratic biased or Republican biased, they are pretty, uh, um, they are pretty final. Uh, they look uh, to me like they've done a lot of work on putting things together. That doesn't mean that I agree with all their decisions. It just means that they have created maps that I believe will probably withstand a lawsuit uh, on some of the more basic, uh, like contiguous and compactness and all of these other things. What it may not withstand a lawsuit is on the partisan uh, par portion of the New York State uh, redistricting court code that says that if maps are drawn with partisan intents, then uh, they may, uh, you know, they may have to be redrawn. Um, again, this is a virgin law. There's not been case law on it. It's probably one of the laws that uh, the, the county redistricting might uh, end up under. So there's going to be a lot of cost to look at how this goes. Though I will say 
the county maps and the, and the state gen maps are totally different. The county maps are, well, they were, they are what they are. We've had a lot of discussions on them, but they were not drawn by professional map makers. It does not look, they do not look or, uh, um, and it, they do not keep communities together. They don't keep minority representation together, which is something that Democratic maps do. So, uh, especially in the large urban uh, areas where the Voting Rights Act comes into play. So, um, this is, uh, we'll have to see how this plays out. Uh, I don't really see any questions in the comments, so I'm going to start wrapping up this commissioner in the car. Uh, I do have a wonky Wednesday up from last week uh, that uh, on, on my website, DustinZarney.com, uh, it, it talks about uh, the congressional and state senate maps. We have three state senate uh, districts now instead of two, and uh, I go into all three of how they changed, and of course the congressional district, how it's changed between the old maps and the new maps. Um, this week on Wednesday, uh, I'll be launching another wonky Wednesday focusing on the four assembly districts. We actually lost an assembly district. We used to have five assembly districts in Onondaga County. We are now down to four assembly districts in Onondaga County. And we and, and, and a couple of them go out to other counties. So uh, we actually lost, uh, we used to have three districts wholly inside Onondaga County. Now we only have two. Um, so uh, as two districts go into neighboring counties. We'll go over that uh, in, in, similarly that I did to the Congress and State Senate this Wednesday. Uh, my last Zoom with Zarni is up. It, it was a great discussion with Tom Keck, uh, noted uh, constitutional scholar and Supreme Court justice uh, uh, scholar. Uh, we had a great long discussion about the history of the Supreme Court, Biden's uh, coming pick, and um, and what and what uh, we can uh, you know what we can see for Supreme Court uh, reform down the line. And then uh, this week I'll be having a discussion with Christine Wood on Friday, a public citizen, uh, a local activist who who will talk about the failure for of the um, of the, ironically uh, the the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which would have ended partisan redistricting on congressional maps. Uh, how it failed, but hint, Joe Manchin, Kristen Sinema, the Republicans, all voting against it. A lot of the Republicans are complaining about the New York map, voting against it. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and what, what our hopes are for, uh, voting legislations, um, in the coming weeks and months. So that's what I got going on this week. Once again, go to DustinZarney.com to subscribe. Uh, everything is always going to be free on there. I, I pay for this out of my own money. Uh, I design it myself. I do not take uh, um, outside money for this. It is an extension of my public information campaign uh, and uh, hosting of all my content, Commissioner and Cars, Zoom and Zarney. Longy Wednesdays are all on there, as well as any election news uh that I, that I'm uh, a part of is is posted on there as well uh that way you can keep up to date with everything that is happening in Onondaga County um speaking of which I was a, a guest on Newsmakers 
uh, this last weekend with Andrew Donovan on WSYR9. You can find that link on my website as well, um, as well as the Facebook and Twitter feeds. That was a great discussion on the congressional maps. I appeared with my good friend, Jude Seymour, uh, who is a Republican commissioner up in Jefferson County, and we talked about and we actually agreed that the best way to stop this would be citizen-led redistricting. Uh, and, and so hopefully um, by 2030, that's what will happen in New York. But we are where we are today, and we'll have to move on. Uh, thank you again. Remember that uh, there is the masking mandate is still in effect in New York, although uh, Governor Hochul announced today that there will be an announcement on the part, a portion of the masking mandate, I believe she said, uh, on Wednesday, we'll have to see what she says. And of course, on my, uh, Friday Zoom with Zarni, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll inform you because masking is important. Fighting this virus is important. Get your vaccine. Get boosted. Numbers are going down in Onondaga County and, that, and across New York State. The Omicron surge seems to, we are seem to be getting on the other end of it, which means that Perhaps we can back off a little bit on some mitigation efforts, but the best thing to do to keep cases going down is get vaccinated, get boosted, and let's get out there and see if we can have some normalcy this summer. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, that, that's about it. Uh, next week, we'll talk about village elections uh, as well, because village elections for March are happening. The uh, Onondaga County Board of Elections runs the Fayetteville and Manlius Villages, that are happening, and there are going to be contested races in those villages. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll talk about that next week because the candidates are filing tomorrow. So I'll have a complete list of all the candidates and what lines they're running on uh, for next week, and we'll talk about those village elections. So stay tuned, and bye-bye.